just when you think the Steelers and Kevin Colbert are done making moves, maybe they're not. A restructured deal has opened up more salary cap space and calls into question what could the Steelers do next after they already traded for Joe Schobert to add to their linebacker rankings. We'll talk about that today right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. And remember, if you have fantasy football questions that you need answered before your NFL, before your draft, be sure to listen to the Locked On Fantasy Live podcast Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer all of your questions live, or you can submit them ahead of time to at Locked On Network on Twitter. Again, I'm Chris Carter. Let's get into it. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter, your host here on the show. You can follow me on Twitter, at, at Twitter and Instagram, at Carter Critiques. Remember, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe to us We're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, all the different things that you can listen to us. Rate us five stars with a positive comment. You get a special shout at the end of the show. Now, I, I know, I know I said that Tony Serino is going to come on with us for Tony Tuesdays. Unfortunately, Tony couldn't make it. But I got something even more special for you. I got Jenna Horner up in this building. Jenna, Channel 11 WPXI, how you doing, my friend? I'm great. It has been a little bit of a hiatus. I uh, unfortunately caught COVID um, and I was vaccinated. So I will put that as like a disclaimer here that, you know, it was it wasn't the best thing in the world. So I'm in the middle of my uh, quarantine, but I'm so happy to be here with you. I feel like it's been forever because it has. It, it has been forever, uh, and part of, part of that also wasn't COVID. We had you know the the, the first preseason game. You were in Canton. Yeah. You had to do all those things. You've had the Olympics. You know it's it's been a lot of things that that, that you've been busy doing. Also, I got to stop myself. I didn't mean to like besmirch Tony when I said we had someone better. I was just trying to hype up Jenna. So Tony, if you're watching this, I'm, I'm very sorry, Tony. I didn't mean to dish you like that. You know, we hope to have you on Friday or sometime this week to make up for it. Yeah. I promise I will apologize there too. But anyways, Jenna, I am glad to hear that you're that you're safe and sound. Um, for those for those who are probably wondering, like, whoa, he just brought her on in the middle of COVID. Like, listen, no, I we, we've her and I are friends. We've been talking, and so. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad, Jenna. Jenna, you've been you've been dealing with the quarantine. You've been a little bored. So I imagine this is a lot. This could be the most excitement that you get at some point. (laughs) This is like the excitement of my day. I tell you guys that, you know, being confined to your apartment for 10 days when you pretty much are done, your symptoms is uh, you get a little stir crazy. I've watched a lot of Netflix Outer Banks. I'm going to my way through that. So I am so excited to be able to talk Steelers football. It feels like it's been forever because I feel like I've been out of it since I got back from Hall of Fame. But, man, it is so nice to be back and so nice to be back here. I missed you guys. Hey, 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 we missed you. I had people literally asking me, where's Jenna Harner? Because you missed the last couple of Fridays. Um, but, Jenna, let's dive into that Steelers news because the big news of Monday was the Steelers announced, well, it was reported from Field Yates, that uh, Stephon Tewitt's contract had been restructured, opening up 
several million dollars in cap space. According to SpotRack.com, that number is now at $18.5 million in cap space for the team to spend. Now, Jenna, that changes things a little bit. Because when they, they – well, here's the thing. When they signed Joe Schobert, it was found out after the fact – the Steelers are only eating about $1.3 million in cap space with him on the team, which is insane considering yeah. if you look at his contract, what, what he was paying in Jacksonville. So now you're in a situation where you're like, okay, so you still have money to spend. And maybe the Steelers could still make a move, not a, not a big move, but like get another veteran to come into the team to, to help out. But now you're talking about, uh, also, it's 1.8, I believe, actually, that he's that he costing against the Steelers cap, according to SpotRack. But 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 still, now you're talking about you made more moves to open up more space. Yep. I- I'm sorry, but that means something. That means something's coming, whether it's, you know, I, I doubt it's TJ's extension, because as I understand, TJ's extension will impact future years, not this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I've seen some people suggest, oh, this is just for rollover money. And I'm like, I don't think this is you don't do this for rollover money. You do this because some you want to make some more moves. Jenna, th- that's what it says to me. That means Kevin Colbert ain't done doing stuff right now. I'm going to be very intrigued to see if there are any moves in the next coming days, coming week or so here, because this does kind of indicate that we do know that, you know, Kevin Colbert does like to have that extra kind of cushion of cap space. God forbid anybody gets hurt during the season or if they have Mm -hmm. to make any moves in season. That's something he's kind of always been about. And that's something he's, you know, mentioned before that they like to have. The 18 million to me, though, is just a little bit interesting because I think the cushion that they like to have, and maybe I'm just estimating, I feel like it's somewhere around that 10 to 12 range. Mm -hmm. So now that you have this extra, you know, even if you're saying, so you're taking the high side of that, you're taking 12, they're at 18, you have that extra 6 million to play with. This kind of could be an indication that they might go out and get somebody. Now this isn't going to be a splash signing by any means, but this could be something where it's, you know, Hey, we're going to bring in a veteran to add depth, kind of like a Schobert move, but maybe a guy that's a little bit of a step higher, not saying that Schobert isn't, but just that like next level up where it's like, okay, we do have a little more money. We are a little bit more flexible. We can offer a little bit more to someone that they may be targeting who that is. That's left to be unsaid, and I think it'll be very exciting to see if they do decide to make it, but maybe it's just me. I also could see them just being like, hey, we want to kind of have this extra money. We want to keep this money in our back pockets in case we need it. Hopefully, we're not going to during the season, but, you know, hey, this is going to be a very interesting week, week and a half, two weeks here. It certainly is. And again, the Steelers have shown they're not afraid to make moves. Like, you know, people often think, oh, the Steelers, well, they're not going to do anything like that. That adage is out the window. You know, they, they, they've they traded to get Minka Fitzpatrick in, in recent years. They've traded up to get Devin Bush. They've signed Joe Hayden in the middle of training camp. They, they, they've done all these things, and now here they go. They trade for Joe Schobert. They signed Melvin Ingram. You know, they signed Trey Turner. They're making moves to bolster their roster because they want answers to the problems that they got where they see their depth chart emerging. Now, I, I think the next question, of course, Jenna, is what would be the optimal move? I want to get to that, get that, get to that with you. Right after, right after our first break here, because we do that—that that is an essential topic, and we will get to that. But first, I got to talk to our friends about BetOnline.ag, the best online sports book. With football season approaching, you'll want to get in on all the gambling action on BetOnline.ag, the best online sports book. You can get all the odds on record stats, awards, and season winners on the NFL season right at BetOnline.ag. Pittsburgh fans, the over/under for your wins for the wins this season for your team is eight and a half. 
That means as long as Mike Tomlin Steelers avoid their first losing season in his time coaching, you can win money easily at betonline.ag. You can also still bet on all the Major League Baseball action going on this summer. Before the next pitch, before the next snap, get to your laptop or your mobile device, check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And when you get there, you can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked on when you go to betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with Jenna Harner on a Tuesday. Unlike you know, you know, we, we do, we do Jenna Harner Fridays. Jenna, we will bring you back Fridays because we got to get back to our picks. And now that I'm on video, I want to figure out ways to like show like the like the standings as we go week by week. Because last yes. last year we had we had some very good people who were keeping track of our stats, and we appreciated that. But we want to do some official stat keeping of that this year. Um, but uh, but all that aside, let's get back to the topic at hand. The Steelers with this money. Let's presume. We're not, and this isn't Jenna and I saying they definitely are doing these things, but let's no. presume that they are saying we are in the market for adding another serious veteran who can start or be a, an immediate contributor this year. Where is that need on the roster the highest? Because some people may look at the offensive line and still say, you know what? They haven't all started together once, even during not once this year, not in OTAs, not in uh, minicamp not in training camp and nor any of the both preseason games because yeah. Kendrick, you know, Kendrick Green's been healthy, but then, you know, Zach Banner's been out or Kevin Dotson's been out or Chukuma Korver's been out. And now they're all healthy and Kendrick Green hasn't been at practice. Now, suppose those are for personal reasons. We'll see what we'll, we'll see if, if, if he's back uh, today at Heinz field, actually. Uh, but I, I, I get the sense here. Offensive line could be a need, but there's a lot of people still pointing to the cornerback position because they, I get the anxiety Steelers fans had, Cornerback used to be a major position position of weakness for the Steelers. It wasn't for the past, I'd say, three years. And now there's that anxiety because Steven Nelson's gone, Cameron Sutton's moved outside, and you don't know what you got in the slot. I, I get that some Steelers fans may be like, hey, cornerback is the way to go. I was going to say, you took the two off the top of my list. So those would be the two most logical options that you look at. And you're like, okay, you look at the offensive line, getting a veteran, you know, honestly, too, depending on who's available, you get a veteran in there, just somebody that kind of can steady the ship. Because again, we know that there's so many moving parts. I think that's been such a hot topic of debate throughout training camp throughout the preseason here is, you know, what combination is it going to be number one, which, you know, everybody kind of has their own mix and match. And we know from Mike Tomlin that there, you know, it's always an open battle. It's always a competition, even though there are spots that you presume who's going to be where type of thing, especially when the starters, um, you know, get out there and when they're working with uh, Ben Roethlisberger and things along those lines. But having a veteran guy in there could really just kind of steady that ship, especially for some of those younger guys. They haven't all been healthy. They haven't all played together. Right. They haven't really found a way that they mesh. But I almost would say this seems to trend a little bit more towards just shoring up that cornerback spot because of the fact that I think there are still some question marks and that has been I think everyone's been so focused on the offensive line that, you know, yes, there are really good pieces in that um, cornerback room, but at the same time, I think that there 
could just be some more depth. You could just add another veteran guy in there. Same kind of thing too. You know, I don't entirely want to say studying the ship in that sense, but just a guy that provides depth, someone that, you know, when you go out there that they're going to be able to make plays that, you know, you're not going to have question marks. They're not going to be out of sorts and things along those lines. You do also have to remember too, that if you're bringing a new guy in, it might take a little bit to get them up to speed too. So if Kevin Gilbert is going to make a move, it should be sooner rather than later. No, I, I, I agree. There needs to be a move. If you're going to make a move, it needs to be soon. Um, because also, this is the prime preseason. Now, here's the other thing. Kevin Colbert has been a wizard to, at, at this because he he's waited and he hasn't rushed into the move so far. Yep. And we said this back in March when everyone's making big signings, and this is what these teams always do. But Kevin Colbert lies in wait, sees what deals are going to become available, and remembers, hey, people get hurt in preseason. And when people get hurt, teams need backups or they need they need guys to fill in those important spots. And that's when maybe you can get, you know, get some irrational deals or teams realize there's new leadership. There's new coaching. There's new, um, you know, or there's just, you know, this guy isn't working out here or there's something going on and they want to get rid of guys, you know, make it best Patrick. That's why he came to the Steelers. He wanted out of Miami when Adam Gase was kind of, you know, reconfiguring everything over there and he didn't or not sorry Adam Gates left and Brian Flores was there but they wanted yep. to get they wanted to get rid of that because he was like I don't want to be part of this sinking ship I want to be on a winning team and that's how they got him Joe Schobert he's a guy who they got because Urban Meyer took over and you know we haven't officially heard what that was about but I can assume you know what they were probably doing a little bit of a defense Urban Meyer wants his guys in there people that he wants to see we see this happen a lot with regime changes in the NFL yeah the, the next guy that the Steelers signed might not be a free agent. It might be another trade for the team that maybe we're not thinking about right now, but there's just a player who's not fitting in somewhere or the a scheme that's that, that's being introduced that's against this player's strong strong suit and maybe that's just where the Steelers need to find their next guy. Yeah, I have a feeling that really could be the case too. And it's going to be, I don't want to say like a diamond in the rough type thing, but it's going to be something that probably is unexpected that, you know, almost kind of like the Showbird thing where Steelers fans were initially like, wait a second, huh? Like, okay, right. depth at linebacker, that's great. But, you know, don't entirely, you know, know the name off the top of the head unless you're the, you know, you know, uh, best of the, or not best of the best, you know what I mean? But, unless you're, you're not- a fo- Unless you're a football head. Yeah, exactly. Which I know most of our viewers are, so or most of our listeners and viewers are. So, <laughs> but um, you know, it's one of those things that, like, you know, initially you're not going to know if they do make a move. Again, we're not saying it could be happening, but it's going to be probably a player like that that you don't entirely know who it is. You, you know, oh, you know, they've been here, 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 but hey, they could fit the Steelers really well. And I think that you know, obviously, this is why Kevin Colbert is as talented as you know he is, and as good as his job at what he does. Right, exactly, because Kevin Colbert, he he he, keep, he knows how this how teams work. He understands yeah. how the NFL works, and when he does that, yet that's why he's he makes moves to open doors and possibilities. He doesn't just yeah. go in and say we're doing this one thing. He keeps his eyes open because who knows? You may have like like how many times if you as someone as a fan, they're like, oh, it's definitely this guy, and then yeah. that guy becomes unavailable. You need contingency plans, and you need contingency mm-hmm. plans on, on top of contingency plans. That's why Mike Tomlin often says he's like, hey. We know we won't be able to go to talk. To, we won't be able to draft this guy because he's going way too high. But you never know. A few years down the line, maybe you want him. Joe Hayden was one of those guys. And, he, and they're like, you know, now he's here. Mika Fitzpatrick was one of those guys. Now he's in Pittsburgh. And not only is he in Pittsburgh now, but now he's like, hey, I remember these guys. I liked talking to these guys in my draft process, even though I knew I wouldn't be drafted by them because I'd be gone way before they picked. 
Yep. That's that's part of the thing here. And, you know, th- this is, of course, a little different because, you know, a lot of these guys could be veterans, but who knows? Maybe some of these guys are, you know, someone that you're like, oh, wait a minute. I remember when, you know, when I talked to, to Mike Tomlin and the Steelers staff during my draft process. OK, I can work with this, um, yep. you know, and, and for the cornerback position. You know, I've seen some people put it out there. You know, what about like Patrick Peterson or, you know, the again, big names. I get people's excitement for that. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that that's I don't think that that's the move, though. I I think the move is, like you said, it's a guy in the middle of the pile. It's a guy who, you know, people are kind of sitting there and saying, oh, okay, I forgot that this person, um, you know, was a was at one point a really good player and he just hasn't fit in wherever he's been and now and now and now the Steelers are going to be like you know what he may not fit in there but he can definitely fit in here yeah no I completely agree we're I, I want to keep talking about this but we have to talk about something else that's going on in training camp because there'd be scraps and there's one guy at the middle of, of them Jenna I want to get your thoughts on on, on that because the offensive line they've been going at it with people and I'm very intrigued to see what happens this Tuesday uh, as they put the pads back on and they're headed back out for their final week of official training camp at Heinz Field. But first, I got to tell you guys about our friends at rockauto.com. Remember, when you go to rockauto.com, you'll save time and money and you can save 30%, 50%, even 100% off of what you would have spent at, at the chain store or car dealership because – a lot of times you'll be going somewhere. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You want to find your own part. You go to the chain store and it's just absurdly priced. Like an, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353. But at Rock Auto, that's going to be $216. That's because Rock Auto is a family-owned business. They serve do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are always reliably low for every customer. They also have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. You can go explore their easy-to-use website today. And go find the auto part that you need by going to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that they have available for your car or truck. But be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliable little prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And also, another one of our great sponsors is Stat Hero. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? But is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools than you and a lot more time. You don't stand a chance. That's why they're introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes and it's winner take all. And you have the advantage. Stat Hero, Hero is literally showing you their lineups ahead of time. Nobody else does that. That puts you in total control. Stat Hero is the DFS way and as it was meant to be one-on-one play stat hero now and change the odds by going to stathero.com slash locked on you can sign up for free right now and you can get three times back on your first play they're giving you a 300 percent match that's unheard of so go to stathero.com slash locked on today again that's stathero.com slash locked on all right jenna we do double ad reads we don't need the cut we get right back into it uh but jenna i want to talk to you about dan moore jr this young man, like he's out here just scrapping every day. Like it is like, like we heard in like, you know, the first days of, of, of training camp, he got into it with Cam Hay. We were like, oh, okay. The young guy wanted to show up the old guy, but it's like every week and it happened. I think there were three different times. I was sitting with Brooke Pryor of ESPN in the stands 
And at one point, we're just like, we like we were just taking some notes after a play, and then we heard people yelling, and we were like, what? We look up, and it's a bunch of Steelers, like, you know, scuffling around each other, and who's in the center of it but Dan Moore Jr.? And I'm sitting here like, well, dang. And it was like, again, it was like two or three times, you know, in, in a day they weren't wearing pads. The next day they had off. Like, you'd think they'd be chilling. They just got out of a preseason game a few days before. But, no, they're out there battling. I wanted to get your perspective on it. You've been to training camp th- this year. It, this is crazy, but it's also kind of funny. I mean, don't we just love a good training camp fight? Like, I feel like <laughs> if training camp is good for one thing, it's good for the brawls that you're going to It definitely is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I completely understand this move. And then part of me doesn't for a rookie because – I think, you know, when you saw him, kind of like you mentioned, you know, when he first got in the scuffle with Cam Hayward, it's like, okay, you know, pick the biggest guy in here. I think actually I was having a conversation with Brian Backo about this, so I have to credit him (laughs) on this one because it was brilliant. But he's like, you know, prison rules. Pick the biggest guy here. And then, you know, I'm like, you know what? That's smart, honestly. And I get it because then, you know, you'll kind of, as the rookie, you're like, okay, rookie, you'll earn a little respect. Cam Hayward also I feel like is – one of the players that's sensible enough to understand what's going on and be like, okay, you know, we get what's going on here. But the fact that these keep happening and let me tell you, as I'm not able to be there this week, but I'm still catching up on Twitter and seeing everything. I feel like I see his name every single day, if not more about, or like every other day, if not every single day, getting in a brawl. (laughs) It's crazy. And and sometimes maybe he didn't start it, but he's right there in the middle of it. Like he's, he's, he's heading there. Here's the thing, John. I think a big part of it, it's not just Dan Moore Jr. It's what we've been talking about. This offensive line needs to be right. They need to be mean. They need to be nasty. And part of that is having a, de- a, a demeanor that doesn't care for the well-being of your opponent. Now, that needs to go out in training camp because you – Exactly. Need, you're right? you're like, going to – yeah. yeah you're, th- those are your teammates. Like, you yeah. don't want to hurt nobody. You you know, there needs there needs to be camaraderie there. But, again, you know, there's always the competition breeds success thing when you're going up against good guys. I mean, look at Dan Moore Jr. His first days of training camp is getting it beat up by Alex Highsmith and Melvin Ingram, and you're like, man, this kid has a lot of work to do. Now he's one of the more talked about preseason offensive linemen in all yeah. of the preseason, not just with the Steelers, but even no. PFF is giving him high grades. So, yeah. you, know, you know, again, I think that that was good for him, but now it's it's getting to be, is this just what the Steelers want to prove as an offensive line that, hey, we're the mean and nasty ones. We're going to set the tone and you're not going to like us. And, and maybe that's part of the strategy, albeit, you know, I'm not saying the Steelers staff wants there to be fights, but they no. want this guy, this group to have an edge. And we've heard Mike Tomlin kind of talk about how, you know, they don't want to deal with this. They're not going to talk about it. You know, it's not an MMA fight, anything along those lines. But I think it does kind of embody what this offensive line is striving to be, that mentality. We heard so many of the guys kind of in the early bits of the preseason here in the early days of training camp when we talked to guys on the offensive line basically say, you know, that's our mentality this year. We want to be like up in your face and, you know, Mm -hmm. get, you know, Obviously not getting into um, consistent scuffles, but we want to be able to kind of have that presence, have that demeanor, and let everybody else know that that is the presence and demeanor that they're going to bring every single week when the season starts. That's that's what I see, too. They want want to establish this. And... Dan Moore Jr. being a backup, he's a rookie. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's 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 behind Chikumo Korfor, who hasn't had the best training camp either. He's been hurt and hasn't looked great in preseason games. But 
you know, maybe he sees this as like, I need to prove myself to this team right now so that they know I'm coming here to play ball. And it, it's funny because Dan Moore Jr., whenever you talk to someone, like I, I had a guy from Locked On Aggies uh, talk, to, talk to us about Buddy Johnson and Dan Moore. He's like, Dan Moore's like one of the nicest people, but he'll also eat your face off. Like, you know, like that's what, that, that, that's who, and that's, but that's, I think that's the demean that you want. And it's funny because that's who Cam Hayward is. Cam Hayward, you would never want to scuffle with that man, but he's a no. giant teddy bear off the field. Yep. And, and, and you love to be around him. He's one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet. So there's always that build of, of, of trying to figure that out. And like, maybe it is, maybe it is like, I'm picking the biggest guys and I'm showing everyone not to mess with me because I am going to be a force to be wrecking with but we got to see how things work out they take on the detroit lions this saturday at heinz field their only home preseason game of this year and i i i wait i wager we're probably going to see the, the whole starters if kendrick green's back healthy and everyone makes it through the rest of this week but i will be at training camp practice this all, all day today, Tuesday and Wednesday, going over and seeing, you know, do they do they finish this strong with some pad work? Do they get physical? How does how does that go? We will certainly see that at training camp. Jenna, thanks as always for joining us here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It is a one is wonderful to have you. I miss seeing you out in Steelers media while you've been in quarantine. We wish you the best, uh, as I'm sure all our listeners do. But please, please. Uh, first of all, again, I, I can't thank you enough for doing this in the middle of your quarantine. I'm uh, honestly, yeah. this was like the highlight of the week so far because this is like up to this point, guys. It's seriously been Netflix. Wake up, eat breakfast, watch Netflix. I've been doing some yoga too, but let me tell you, this has been the highlight of it so far. So hopefully, I can just like keep going from here. That means a lot to us here at Locked On Steelers. Let, let people know I can find you, follow you, and get more of your work when you do start working. <laughs> when I do start working. Only a couple more days, and then we're there. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, at JennaHarner11, uh, Instagram, at Jenna underscore Harner. Um, and then next week, when I'm back at WPXI, we got a ton of stuff coming for you. High school football yeah. is right around the corner. Chris and I, we're going to be uh, teaming up for some skylights. Skylights, we highlights, baby. Let's go. We got a lot of really cool things so definitely really looking forward to uh getting back there but yeah no uh thanks for having me this was so great i missed it yes say we missed having you trust me i've, I've literally had people like yo where is jenna uh so uh <laughs> our locked on listeners yeah our, our locked on listeners did miss you a ton we will have you back very soon on this show to talk more Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Chris Carter, your host. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques, my handle. You can also read me at DKPittsburghSports.com. Listen to me on Steeler Nation Radio, uh, where I'm doing my four to six show with Adam Crowley during training camp. Um, you can also watch and listen to this podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, all the different ways you can check us out. And remember, if you go on Apple and you leave us a five-star review, you get a special shout-out at the end of the show if you leave, leave a comment with your five-star review. Just like this person who says, read now, please. And I don't know if that was a message to me. That's their name on, on the thing. But they gave a five-star review that says, great podcast, gives all the information that, uh, that you would want and need as a Steelers fans. Read now, please. Thank you. For your five-star review, we really appreciate you. That means a lot when y'all when y'all step up and shout us out. If you want your shout-out, please do the same five-star review with a positive comment on Apple. We will get you the shout-out right here on the show. That, that's all we have for today. We got Dean and Josh tomorrow on the show. I want to talk to them about what's going on with this top 100 stuff in the NFL. Can this get nuts? We got a lot of debate there right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Tune in tomorrow for more.